Welcome to PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of news and interviews with leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. So pull up a chair in our virtual lounge. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will be right back after this. Hey, listeners, are you considering new ways to build awareness for yourself, your clients, your brand, your business? Might I suggest the podcast option? The podcast option is actually my new ebook available exclusively on Amazon.com. In this fast reading book, I give you the benefit of my 15 years podcasting and broadcasting experience with stories, practical tips, and advice from hundreds of hours I've spent as a podcast host, producer, and guest. The podcast option is mandatory reading for those new to podcasting and a welcome addition to the Veteran Podcasters Library. You can get the podcast option, tips and tricks to make podcasting work for you exclusively on Amazon.com, or you can click on the link in the show notes or visit PRAfterHours.com. The podcast option, I hope you will choose it. Welcome back to Season 8. Can you believe it? Season 8 of PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of business, PR, and marketing tips. Every week, join us here in the virtual lounge for a fresh concoction of business tips, news, views, interviews, featuring business advice from entrepreneurs and leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. Just like it says the opening of every episode. Thank you, Mary McKenna, for that wonderful voiceover. I'm Alex Greenwood, your virtual mixologist. I'm a 30-plus year veteran of public relations, marketing, and publishing industries. I'm a former TV executive and radio host, and I love podcasting. I've done it since 2006. I'm saying all this as if you've never heard the show before, but I felt like, hey, it's the beginning. It's the, it's the premiere of season eight of the show, and I thought I would just... Uh, Welcome all you new listeners and let you know how it goes. So typically what we do, we are in a two season per year situation. So we do a season that's uh, mid-January to May, although sometimes it goes a little longer than that because I'm a soft touch when guests want to come on the show. But typically we take a break, usually June and most of July, and then we start recording again uh, in August and do... um, the second season of the year starting in september which is where we are right now september 7th 2023 and most of the shows about 80 percent are interviews with as i said experts you know fellow pr people marketing people entrepreneurs interesting folks you know sometimes people just have a good recipe i'm kidding but that's not a bad idea if you have a great recipe and you want to come on and share it for a drink because it is kind of a I could see to the show that we're the virtual cocktail lounge and, and all that. We kind of got away from that. Um, you do hear the uh, cocktail shaker, I believe, at the beginning of the show, but um, we just don't lead into that as much. I want to be respectful for people who do not drink for whatever reason, but hey, remember, the show's conceit is basically we're PR, marketing, business pros, management pros, whatever. We're business people having a drink after work, and if you're drinking club soda or a martini, either way, I think you'll get something out of it. So, again, Season 8, new things. Well, hmm, I'll just tell you that we'll be doing the show September, as I said, all the way through December. We'll do a lot of interviews, and we'll try to have some surprises along the way. 
Every now and then I'll do kind of a monologue episode where I'll do the talking and there won't be a guest. Sorry about that. I'll try to give you some notice ahead of time if you don't want to listen to that. But every now and then I think it's nice to take a break and uh, just to present my points of view on certain things. And I'm going to do that on this episode today. I'm feeling kind of like it's one of those milestone episodes since we're at season eight. And there's a number that's going to go with eight, and that's 13. And today that 13 is pretty simple. It's 13 lessons I've learned from 13 years as a PR consultant. That's that's 13 years working for myself as my own boss, my name on the door, that kind of thing. But of course, I've done journalism, PR, marketing, broadcasting, publishing. I've done all those things over the past 30 years. So why don't I get right to it? And just to say, just as a reminder, that uh, we'll be back next week. We're going to do these on Thursdays this uh, this season. Uh, PR After Hours will be on Thursdays. If you listen to our sister show, Mysterious Goings On, which focuses on creativity, mostly writing, those will be on Wednesdays. We found that most people listen to shows that are earlier in the week. Um, we're going to go ahead and still do this one on Thursday for now, although I reserve the right to move it to Tuesday. We're going to see how it does. Um, I just know that Mondays and Fridays are tough to get people on board and weekends people, unless they're mowing the lawn, probably are, are not listening unless they're catching up. So we're going to just try that for a while. And don't forget, go to PRAfterHours.com if you want to check out all the, I mean, there's more than 200 previous shows and interviews and just a treasure trove of great information from people who know what they're talking about. And hopefully uh, some of those people are me sometimes, right? Okay, let's just go ahead and get into these 13 lessons. I'll try and make it quick. This is all, by the way, a place, uh, I'm not going to like write these out for you and put them on PRAfterHours.com. However, a lot of this stuff, including this one, is on my Substack. All the fits that's news. And put it simply, all the fits that new, that's news is uh, my newsletter, but it's in a Substacky kind of way. If you're not familiar with Substack, go check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes. I'm alex715.substack.com, but... Basically, it's uh, you sign up. You, there's a there's a paid tier where you're going to get deeper dives and more information and more stuff from me um, that's exclusive to paid people. And then there's the the free stuff, and it's still a lot. And twice a week, sometimes three times a week, if you sign up, you'll get links to new content. And a lot of it's about business. Some of it's about my opinions. Yep, sorry, my opinions. I have them, and I do express them. And actually, not sorry, sorry, not sorry, but. We do that, and its I think it's a lot of fun. We're having a good time with it. And if you're not familiar with the Substack um, setup, I think you'll really enjoy it because it's got its own kind of social media within it. It's called Notes. And there's all kinds of great thought leaders on Substack, a lot of really good thinkers, a lot of very good writers. I think you'll like it. Think of it as medium, but not quite as chilly. I think I'm still on medium as well. I'll put a link in the show notes, but I like Substack a little better, and I hope you'll sign up there. And of course, you can still sign up here on PRAfterHours.com. Uh, just go to there and scroll down and sign up, and you'll get a notification every time we post a new episode. All right. I'm going to just get going here on these 13 lessons. Uh, the 14th lesson I've learned is probably to quit talking so darn much. But let's go with lesson 13. Again, you can read the whole thing um, on all the fits that's news on Substack. There'll be a link in the show notes. 13 lessons from 13 years of PR consultant. Some learned the hard way. And I'll just be hitting the highlights here. Um, and just tell you, these are the things that I developed that I guess are the closest thing I have to pearls of wisdom. Many of these things I definitely learned the hard way. And it spans relationship building, communication, strategy development, and beyond. 
encompassing the very soul of what it means to be a PR consultant in the contemporary world. Number one, relationships are paramount. PR is built on relationships with clients, media, influencers, and stakeholders. Building and maintaining these relationships is essential for success. Don't underestimate the power of a congratulatory note, a share or retweet on social media, a quick coffee, or a call to do a brief catch-up. But don't be annoying. Pleasant check-ins when they make sense are great, but when it comes to the news media, trying to jam a square peg story into a round news hole is unwise and can eventually cost you a friendly relationship. Number two, listening is as important as speaking. The ability to truly listen and understand clients' needs, feedback from media, or public sentiment is crucial. Communication is not a one-way street. Don't listen merely for your chance to speak. Listen to learn and gain perspective. Well, then you can speak. Although sometimes it's wiser not to speak. There's an old saying, better to be thought a fool than to open one's mouth and remove all doubt. <laughs> something I had to learn the hard way. Number three, transparency is non-negotiable. Always be transparent with your clients about what you can and cannot achieve. Over-promising and under-delivering can harm your reputation. Look, I'll be straight here. Uh, I know when you're just starting out or on the heels of a pandemic, you may be willing to take on all comers, but it is ultimately self-defeating. I got a confession here. Over the years, not a lot, but a few times I took a few gigs I had no business accepting. I could do the work, but I wasn't specifically great at it. It resulted in mediocre results that left the client cold and made me look terrible. So stretch yourself, yes, but keep your perspective. And that leads me to number four. Adaptability is key. The media and PR consulting landscape is constantly evolving. You need to keep up with these changes and adapt your strategies accordingly. Staying stuck in old methods can result in missed opportunities. That's why I've always been an early adopter. Uh, social media, podcasting, and trend spotting. Doing so has made me money because other PR pros had not staked a claim in those territories. Number five, you're only as good as your last success. The world of PR moves fast. Yesterday's win might be forgotten tomorrow. Might be, eh, it usually is. Strive for consistent results and continual improvement and do not take your clients for granted. Ride high for a day or so on that big, great new client, but get right back in the salt mines for them, all right? Number six, know your audience. Understanding your audience, their interests, concerns, and behaviors is fundamental to creating effective PR campaigns. Tailored messaging resonates more powerfully. If you don't, you're just taking shots in the dark. Yeah, you may hit something eventually, but you don't deserve to. Number seven, not everything is a crisis. Some things may seem like a crisis in the heat of the moment, but are not. Learn to differentiate between a true crisis and a temporary issue. Handle each accordingly. One of the hardest things I have to tell my crisis clients is to wait, to do nothing, yet. To ride out the news cycle and to wait and see what develops. That's no fun, but it's why they pay me the big bucks, right? Number eight, reputation takes years to build and seconds to destroy. Every interaction, every campaign, and every public statement is an opportunity to build or damage your client's reputation. Be mindful of this responsibility. One off-the-cuff remark can take you off message and wreck everything. I'm not saying to be a robot, okay? But make sure your mental guardrails are set before you make any statements. Number nine, everyone has a story. Every brand, every individual has a unique story to tell. Uncovering and articulating these stories can lead to compelling PR campaigns. The corollary to this is a hard truth. 
everybody has a story, but not every story is newsworthy. Not every story is interesting. All stories deserve a hearing before you pass, but be sure to be candid with your client. Number 10, the devil is in the details. It's crucial to pay attention to every aspect of your PR plans. From the accuracy of a press release to the timing of a campaign launch, small errors can have significant consequences. I have no problems when a client finds a misplaced hyphen in a blog post draft. That's part of the partnership, but I make damn sure I do not send anything out unless I have triple checked the facts, grammar, and tone. Number 11, creativity can't be overlooked. Creative ideas can cut through the noise and capture attention. Invest time in brainstorming innovative approaches, but also remember, your creative approach may be ill-advised and destroy everything you and your client have worked years to build. Be careful. There's an example I linked there to Regina, Saskatchewan, Tourist Bureau. I'm just telling you, go to the link in the show notes, go to number 11 and click on the link to this story. It is a barn burner of being too creative by half and losing your job. Number 12, my favorite number, data is your friend. Just ask Captain Picard. Data can provide valuable insights, guide strategy, measure success, and justify PR efforts to clients. Don't shy away from the numbers. Yeah, 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 I know PR measurement is half art, half science, but avail yourself of everything you can to make your case. And number 13, and this is uh, just my favorite rule. It's served me so well, never stop learning. The PR field is constantly evolving and the best PR consultants are those who continue to learn, grow, and develop their skills. I was quoted in my friend and colleague Mark C. Witt's new book on PR, When in Doubt, Make Applesauce, Core Habits of the Masterful Public Relations Professional. And in there I said, I often tell people my liberal arts education is the perfect cocktail party degree because it necessitated learning a little bit about a lot of things. My young mind feasted on classes about history, political science, music, debate, science, science, psychology, writing, communication, and more at university. That experience set me up to be a lifelong learner, desirous of understanding how things work, how the world is connected, and why things happen in our society. In addition, it helped me develop an ability to mentally turn on a dime, a tremendous asset from amiably chatting at a party with a medical doctor about her research to getting pulled into a discussion about the effects of social media on society, having something to offer helps you navigate well socially. That party trick serves me professionally to this day. Now, and I've got to tell you something. Something has happened since I gave that quote last year before the book came out. I was talking to a prospect. Um, they, uh, it was a word of mouth introduction and it was a prospect who's considering hiring my firm and I was having a great time speaking with this gentleman. And he said, well, I think it was Morgan Housel who said blah, 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 on blah, blah, blah. He just started talking. I said, wait, Morgan Housel? And literally, folks, I said, I interrupted him. And I said, I'm so sorry. I've got to just ask you, are you talking about the author of The Psychology of Money? And he said, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you know that guy? I said, yeah, in fact. And then I, I, I did this and I tapped the phone with it because this is the book. I just finished the book. Of the psychology of money by morgan housel and i quoted some of it back to him and he said that's it you've got to come in um let's go i want to meet with you all that because i read about morgan housel in i believe somebody else's Substack on an article about something that interested me the point being uh 
keep learning. Don't shut yourself off. I listen to a lot of podcasts, probably too many political ones, to be honest, cutting back on those. Um, but I, I read a lot of things that you would think that a PR person wouldn't read. Why would I be reading The Psychology of Money? Well, I like this book because it's timeless lessons on wealth, greed, and happiness. And I'm trying to figure out why I am the way I am. I make a comfortable living, but I could make a lot more if I just work twice as hard. And I just don't want to. And I'm trying to figure out if that's okay. And frankly, it is for me. Point being, knowing a fact like that or being connected in that way to a piece of information that somebody else has read has helped me more times than I can count. So I'm telling you, um, continue to learn. Never stop learning. Um, try to avoid going to the same places for news and information. Try to get other perspectives. It does pay off. There's another great story I could tell you about, about podcasting and how it got me a movie deal. If you listen to Mysterious Goings On, you know that story. But uh, uh, learn and listen and go to places where you haven't before and meet people you've never met before and get their perspectives. Like, trust me, it will do nothing but serve you well. Um, also, there's a link in this article on Substack to get Mark's book. I highly recommend um, When in Doubt, Make Applesauce. It's great, even if you're not a PR person. It's just a great book. Um, it's, it's an uplifting book, and he's a good guy. So where are we? The lessons do continue, right? After 13 years in the PR industry, I can confirm that every day is a new learning experience. It's a field that requires quick thinking, resilience, creativity, and above all, a genuine passion for helping clients navigate the world of public perception. As we continue to ride the wave of the ever-evolving PR and business landscape, these lessons are my constant companions, reminding me that the journey is just as important as the destination. Well, I hope that was helpful for you. My 13 lessons that I learned the hard way. Oh boy, did I. And I'm still learning every day, and sometimes the hard way. It's it's not, it's not it doesn't feel good at the time, but if you can look back on your mistakes and chuckle and you know, realize that uh, it was an honest mistake, at least, um, you can learn from it. Okay, I'll uh, tell you what, uh, this has been the, the premiere episode of Season 8. I hope you'll stick with me all the way through this year as we go from uh, September to December. We'll go from uh, the end of summer through fall and into winter and the holidays together. And I'm so looking forward to uh, chatting with you and introducing you to some wonderful people. We even got a few people who are returning and uh, there's some old favorites, but they have new things to say. So I can't wait to do that. And just as a special, uh, for, especially for you folks who are maybe new to the show, might have heard about us because it's our season premiere, here's a little taste of who we'll be talking to next time here on PR After Hours. Next week's guest is Zeze Peters. He is the CEO and founder of Grover revolutionary growth enablement AI that not only formulates, but also implements comprehensive growth plans spanning ads, email, social, and SEO. Imagine having a solution that handles everything from the top of the funnel right down to the bottom. Join us next week and meet Zeze Peters. Very early I noticed that, you know, like what, what, is, what is AI? To me, AI is another way to say really highly intelligent machines. Right? It doesn't have to be a physical machine, but it really is a machine. And a machine is a tool that humans make to make work easy. So in the modern age, now that everybody kind of understands that, hey, there's this huge leverage point that we can apply to our business, the next step is how do you apply it? For a regular business, AI can really revolutionize everything from HR to governance to revenue to the way your team functions, task management, and all of these steps. 
Um, and that means that whatever or whoever is in your team already can gain superhuman powers by using an AI-enabled solution. Do you want to start a service-based business or become a freelance writer? Or maybe you are one, but you're figuring out the things that most people figure out. And one of the hardest things about starting a freelance business is finding clients. So you do all sorts of things, right? You change the rates on your website 10 different times. You go back and forth on every proposal, always undercharging because you're scared to charge too much. You offer services you don't love because you think more opportunities will come your way. Listen, I learned this the hard way. That's just not true. If you can relate to anything I just said, I've got something for you to hear about. And this is especially for you if your monthly revenue is inconsistent, you're struggling to make at least three to five K per month, and it's hard to find those dream clients the gurus keep talking about. Well, listen in. My friend Joe created a resource to teach you the shortcuts that took her years to learn. In her free copywriting class, she teaches how to write high converting copy and shows you the steps she uses to pitch her services and connect with clients. If you've been wanting to niche into copywriting, develop your writing skills, and learn how to position yourself to attract better quality leads, just take a look at her free class. All you have to do is go to thevirtualmama.com slash alexcopy. That's T-H-E-V-I-R-T-U-A-L-M-A-M-A.com slash A-L-E-X-C-O-P-Y. And of course, as always, don't worry. It's in the show notes. Click the link in the show notes and find out if copywriting is right for you and if it's a way for you to be your own boss and succeed. You know what that means? It's last call here at the Virtual Lounge. Be sure to visit PRAfterHours.com for links to what we discussed in this episode and more. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next time for another round at PR After Hours with Alex Greenwood.